Chancers. As always, it is my pleasure that you've joined me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I'd very much appreciate it as it will help dynamic people such as yourself optimally find this podcast and have you and others add this to your library of favorite podcasts. As you know, with Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I'd love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen, a coaching client seeking their second chance, or you're a representative of a business or college or university that's seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your organizational and learning environments. Feel free to contact me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. That's T-H-E-D-R-R-I-C-H-A-R-D-L-O-U-I-S. Welcome to the season premiere of season two of Second Chance Coaching. I've been humbled and excited over how our podcast has been received in addressing the needs of the reentry journey, criminal justice reform, and the resiliency of the human spirit. Our worldwide audience has expanded to Australia, Russia, Colombia, the United Kingdom, Iceland, the Philippines, Canada, Germany, Algeria, Ireland, and Trinidad and Tobago. Lots of places to look at to cross off my bucket list. We look forward to continuing to connect with our international friends, as well as our audience right here in the United States of America. Please email me if you have any topic ideas. We have lots in store for you in season two, and we definitely hope that you enjoy it. So, how's 2021 treating you so far? How's your resolutions going? How are your goals? How's your vision board strategies going? What new habits have you created? What new habits have you broken? And which new habits are you picking back up and starting over and and trying again? Have you stepped out of that comfort zone? And have you stepped into your zone of greatness? We are in 2021 statistically expected to receive 600,000 to 700,000 incarcerated individuals that will be released from prison this year and become returning citizens. Whether you're a returning citizen or you're a family, friend, or loved one of a returning citizen, how are you as that, as that loved one or as a returning citizen prepared to embrace 2021 as the beginning of your new life, your reentry journey? As a family friend or family member or loved one of a returning citizen, how are you prepared to support the returning citizen in your life? On the reentry journey or on the adventure of life, you have to be prepared to get out of your comfort zone and into that zone of greatness. You have your plans, you lay them out, and then all of a sudden, as life, do- as life usually does, it throws us curveballs and sliders. So how are you going to deal with those curveballs and sliders when they come your way? When we have plans laid out, 9.9 times out of 10, it's a blueprint that should be pretty easy to follow. But what happens when there's a curveball or slider or turbulence along the way? None of us are immune to the struggle, and the struggle is real, as we all experience it. Sometimes they're monumental, sometimes they're small, or somewhere in the middle. But the secret sauce is how we react to the fork in the road. During the past holiday season, my primary concentration was getting my mom's home ready for sale, for me to move and eventually find a new apartment. So that's one of the things I'll be doing in the first half of this year. The holiday break for our institution for the college I work at concluded on the first Sunday in January. 
and we were continuing to work remotely during the pandemic. And our first day back at work was on the first Monday in January. During that first Sunday, I was finishing up my stages of moving prep and looking at my calendar for the week. So during that Sunday, I was energized and prepared a comprehensive to-do list, ready to dominate and master the Monday. The night before was a little bit of a struggle. My mind was in overdrive and it was hard to really get some sleep. So to get some sleep, I put on some jazz. I concentrated on the stillness of the music and then I was just relaxing my mind and I finally did get some sleep, even though it was only three to four hours. <laughs> When it was time to wake up, I woke up, I did my morning prayers, I received a phone call from my morning prayer group as we caught up with each other and talked to each other about how things were over the break and how we enjoyed the holiday break. And the morning continued to go great as I received a phone call from my daughter and we had an opportunity to catch up and I was off to a great start. Part of mastering that Monday was for me to go into the office. Even though we've been working remotely since March of last year, we have the option to go to the office as needed. I chose to go to the office because I wanted to make use of the double screens and the quicker access to the student information system. I was totally ready to go. In front of the computer, when I got to the office, I'm sitting in front of the computer, and then I realized after being off for two and a half weeks, I completely forgot my password in order to access my computer terminal and our internal computer system. I started entering different combinations in which I thought was my password, and then just like that, <laughs> I ran out of attempts and now I was locked out of the system. Since all of us rely so much on technology, this effectively put all my plans on mastering my Monday and the first day in which we were servicing students to an abrupt halt. All of us have been there. You have momentum, you feel like you're cooking with grease and then all of a sudden, bam, a complete stop, not even a detour. At that moment, I was, my mind was racing as to what I should do next. I pulled out my smartphone, I looked on the, on the institution's website, and I completed the help desk ticket on my smartphone. I then received one or two phone calls from the help desk asking for what I needed, and all I needed was the profile to be reset so I could establish a new password. There were some gaps in communication which could, be, which could easily increase one's frustration, and it definitely did mine i'm trying to say one thing and they were understanding something different but we finally got on the same page and they came to the office to reset my profile i reset my password and we were off to the races now the whole process from being locked out to the resolution i described it in a few seconds but it was about 90 minutes now going back to wait for the resolution the curveball and the slider that stopped my momentum in me forgetting my password at that moment, I said, okay, so what do I do next? The simple solution for me was after my initial five to 10 minutes of almost <laughs> melting, of coming to a meltdown and experiencing mental turbulence, I took two deep breaths. And after it was established that the help desk was on their way, I texted my team and let them know my technological status. And then I simply took out one of the books I was reading and I calmly made progress in reading the book just sat at the desk and read the book. And it was funny, while I was reading, it really brought about a great deal of calm. And on the hurried nature and the desire of wanting to master the Monday that was foremost in my mind, slowly became replaced with the mindset of, don't worry, it will be done accordingly, and just go with the flow. When I was able to rejoin the technological battle royal despite the 90 minute delay, I had a calm and collected outlook. 
and magically, I was still able to get everything that I needed to get done. Now, how did I do that? First, I made the decision to calm down. And then I read part of a book that helped me, that helped distract me from the tunnel vision I had for the focus of that day. When I went back to work-related activities, my calm mindset enabled me to be focused in a healthy fashion, and my productivity was still optimal. A lot of us have been in those places where the curveballs and sliders come at us, but it's up to us how we react. It's up to you how you react. The next story that I wanted to share with you was really from last summer when my sister drove down um, from out of state because her and I needed to go to the first stage of cleaning out my mom's house. There was a lot of stuff in that house. We were deciding in that trip when she would be here, we would decide what we would throw out, what we would keep, what we'd give away to charity, and what we'd give away to other family members. We had it all planned out and we initially was gonna do a major endeavor and spend a whole week on this project together. As the time got closer, both, her, both of our jobs, her job and my job, started requiring adjustments in our schedules and needing to be at work and needing to be online and things of that nature. And then our one week project was now gonna be a three day project. And then if you add another curveball and slider on top of that, we had the uncertainty of an impending hurricane coming to South Florida, which I believe was Hurricane Isaias. It ended up being a tropical storm, which is still serious for those of you guys who live down here. You know how it is, but it's certainly not as serious as a hurricane. Even though when, these, when this news was happening, we went from one week to three days, and then there's a hurricane maybe coming, I was definitely inclined to cancel. And I called my sister and said, maybe we should cancel this. But my sister was like, nope, nope, nope. We could do this together and we will not procrastinate. We're gonna get this done right now. My sister came on down. And even as we started, the curveballs and sliders still kept coming. She got here safely, which was great. There was no problem when it came to that. But on the first day that we woke up early and we were gonna get started with doing the cleanup and all the things that we wanted to do, we received the unfortunate news that one of our cousins had passed away. We were able to get through that moment because the key was we were together and we leaned on each other and then we were gonna get through that work. Later in the weekend, we discovered that that potential hurricane was picking up speed and we did not want my sister to be stuck down here. So we hit the curveball and the slider by picking up our speed of doing all the work we needed to get done in the house. We got what we needed done together. And even though she had to leave 12 hours earlier, to avoid the hurricane, to avoid the projected hurricane, we did it. But of course, before she hit the road, I was a nervous wreck. So we first prayed before she left and I stayed awake. I could not go to sleep. I had to stay awake until she safely reached home. When she safely reached home, I took a deep breath and I was able to go to sleep. But no matter what, the, but what I tell, I share these stories with you that no matter the situation, no matter the well-planned situation, there's always the chance that you'll be thrown curveballs and sliders. We can't do anything about it, but we can't control how we react to it. So we got to stay calm, we pray, we adapt, and then we execute the plan. So if you have a plan that you're looking to execute, if you want to work one-on-one -on -one together as a returning citizen, as a coaching client, you're, you're a representative of a business college or university, you want to hit that curveball and slider? Call me up, contact me, email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram, once again, at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, you've been blessed to see another day. So that means you've been blessed with your second chance. So make the most of it. I love you all. Take care, be well. And here's to season two. I'm so excited that we're going on this journey together. See you soon.